Hello and welcome to the 5W Football Podcast, where we discuss the who, the what, the where, the when and the why of the beautiful game. That was Joe Davies as ever on the guitar for the jingle. I'm Andrew Misra in your ears presenting the show. Coming up today, Ronaldo, a deer, a goat in top gear, sprays a dash of golden Sioux. Matuidi and Juve on the continental shelf, VAR still a long, long way to go. Atleti full of attacking dread, Morata had nowhere to go, City a ding from Kun puts it to bed as they go on to score 7 against Tedesco and co, 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 time to start the show. I've got very three patient uh, guests with me today, Uh, they've had to wait for me to record the intro to this podcast which I'm contractually now obliged to do. Um, Speaking of contracts... Catherine Batty's with me, and she's got a bit of she's a bit of a freelance uh, podcaster these days. She's she's been off and around and touring all the podcasts. Is that fair, Catherine? Yeah, I was on like an emergency loan, I guess you could call it, for, to a, a different podcast briefly. But I'll, if you do listen to it, I did kind of mention in this podcast indirectly. Linked. Right. Indirectly linked. Didn't give you like a name. Mentioned. See, I think you're going around all the podcasts and saying exactly that in your introduction <laughs> and saying I inter- I didn't directly link to you, and then everyone's yeah. you're playing everyone mm. off against each other. I yeah. think. Well, it's it's, uh, it's a good place to be. At least you're upfront <laughs> about it. Um, when you mentioned the emergency loans, it made me think of Paul Jones, the ex Southampton keeper who Liverpool had to take for um, a month back in like 2003 which was very interesting because he was Southampton's first choice keeper but they still let him come to us for a month it was very bizarre um, but yeah uh, Barney Stevenson's here as well hello um, I don't Wasn't have any uh, Anthony Amy uh, Southampton's first could well have been I mean that would be much more plausible <laughs> but I seem to remember him seems to remember him being quite good it might not actually be Paul Jones um, have you not seen that Anthony Amy video yeah, he's Scott. Scott, he's not finished. He's not finished. He's spot. He's spot. He's not finished. He's not finished. <laughs> <laughs> he's still playing. Um, it might not even be Paul Jones. Anyway, I've also got Lewis Steele, who's disappeared off the face of the earth. I feel like we've got a very professional relationship at the moment, me and Lewis, because I've not actually seen him since the last podcast that we did. Um, hello, Lewis. Hello, Andrew. I've not seen you since then. It's been a, um, it's been a, a long week without you. Yeah. I'm glad to be back in your presence. Thank you, yeah, likewise. Um, not very prepared for this one today, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? But uh, there was some Champions League football last night. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did what Cristiano Ronaldo does and scored a hat-trick in the Champions League. I believe it was his eighth such hat-trick. Um, they won 3-0. Very good team performance by Juventus. To take down the defensive machine is Atletico Madrid. They weren't very progressive at all in the, the way they approached the game and have duly paid for it uh, and been dumped out of the competition one of the goals was a header well two of the goals were headers from Ronaldo but one of them the second one I really didn't think it had gone in at all um, and then you look at the video and it, it clearly has gone over the line um, but I still kind of want to say that if no one really he did a kind of appeal for it but I think if, if you don't have the goal line technology that never gets given Um and I always question whether we can trust the camera in these situations, Barney. Is there a plausibility that the camera's lying there? Mm, I think... Um, no, I don't think there is a no, plausibility okay. that the camera's lying, but I agree that maybe we can't 100% trust goal line technology. Yeah. I'm certainly behind the Because it was very theory. close. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was very, very it was close. Very, it, I mean, it was about as... 
close as it could be. Really. Exactly, yeah. And it does get to a point where you're talking about pixels on a screen and can pixels on a screen represent blades of grass and... Have you been scarred by when John Stones cleared it off the line at the Etihad against Liverpool? No, I don't. I wasn't thinking about that at all. No. Um, I was thinking, no, I wasn't. I, I just thought it was an amazing save by Oblak. And I quite like Oblak. I quite like the idea that Oblak's the best goalkeeper in the world as well. Um, and it was it was one of those amazing saves where it's like it kind of comes from behind him, which I guess also puts further weight behind the idea that it did go in. But it just looked like an, a spectacular save, and I just felt a bit sad for him. Um, it was a bit similar to David Seaman's save in that FA Cup semi final. Yeah, and then that Sheffield United, United guy just blasts it over. Mm. Bad miss that. It is. Yeah. But if that had gone in, no one would talk about that David Seaman save. No, they wouldn't. You well, know. I don't think yeah. they would. Yeah, was it? What was his name? It was I, Canadian, was it, one of the I guy would, who headed it. Who misses it? Paul, Paul Pascalino. But that I is, yeah, is, yeah, is, is it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite pleased with that. Yeah, um, well. Elsewhere in the Champions League, Man City won seven nil. Our very own Lewis Steele went on a scouting mission. Yeah, that's fair to say. Is it? Not really, I wasn't scouting anyway. No. <laughs> um, I was just watching the football and City did very well, 7-0 mm. obviously, I wasn't. I, I'm normally very nervous going into football games when I'm watching Man City, whether yeah. it's uh, wherever I'm in the world. Um, but I wasn't nervous at all last night, which was very nice. I sort of um, sat back and enjoyed City playing very well. It took about 25 minutes, half an hour to break them down, but once we did... And I tweeted after the game, probably a bit reactionary, that it was one of Guardiola's best performances. Uh, it was one of, it wasn't the best, but it was one of. Uh, everything seemed to click. Uh, Gundogan was exceptional again. Um, Sterling was brilliant. Sane against his old club. Uh, Zinchenko was looking a bit like Joshua Kimmich did when he broke into the Bayern team. <laughs> sort of came out of nowhere as a midfielder and now as a very, very good fullback. Uh, and Aguero scored two, but he was probably like not even in the top seven players last night. So that says a lot about how good City were. Was Schalke dreadful? Um, yes, they were dreadful, um, and you can see why they're lower bottom half in the Bundesliga and staring down the barrel of relegation. Um, but the way that people have made it out, that oh, it doesn't matter. City only beat a bunch of minnows. Mm. It is the Champions League. It's yeah. not. We're not. We weren't playing Newport County. No offence to Newport, who give us a much better game than uh, Schalke did over the course of the two legs. But um, yeah, thinking, and this is the same for the Juve game as well. Rather than focus on how bad Schalke were or how much Atletico bottled it, should focus on how good City were and how good Ronaldo was. I agree. Um, You've put something here about how much you like night matches, particularly at this time of the year. Um, is that to do with the cold, the kind of cold Champions League night atmosphere? Yeah, I don't know what it's it is. a crisp touch mm. to the air. I don't know what, I can't, I've never been able to put my finger on it, but I, I've always preferred watching night matches mm. to a, uh, like three o'clock kickoffs. always felt the atmosphere is a lot more. Well, the obvious suggestion is that people have had time to get in the pub and stuff like that. Yeah, but they haven't really because well, it, it, you can with the three o'clock as well. I, yeah. I do think there's something in the in the night aspect and the floodlights more aesthetically pleasing, mm. pleasing under. Mm. Yeah, you can take some extremely good pictures at those sort of games, especially in the summer. Difficult with the light and stuff as well. Yeah, but in in a Champions League semi final, you can get some great pictures of the sun going down over the Etihad um, right. when the clocks go back. Yeah, 
Right. So he had that opportunity once. Yeah. Hopefully again this year. Who was it? Fantastic. Was that semi final against Real Madrid? Yeah, were you at that? Happens most weeks, I think. <laughs> Some kind of joke about <coughs> fire and night games. A fire has been reported in the building. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> they must know, you know how flammable this podcast can be at times. <laughs> um, talking of night games, Catherine, Hull City are playing this evening. Um, any credence to the idea of the night games? Is it just about the Champions League? Is Lewis still being caught up with the UEFA brand or is it also present in domestic games? No, I, I do enjoy the night games as well. And I'm going to mention a, a brilliant game, which I'm sure Barney maybe was at or was Is this going to involve Hull by any chance? League 2, Tuesday night, when Stuart Elliott scored against Swansea to make us top of the league um, with a header. League, uh, yeah, what, Barney. in 2002? Yeah. I didn't go. Oh, did you go? I did go. I wasn't allowed to go because it was a night game, and so I was what eight, I think. Yeah. And my dad went, and I was well, very I annoyed about not going. And I was allowed to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe my parents were more responsible yeah, than well, yours. My dad, my dad was. So if you, games, you must have been five. Yeah, I, I, I was started young. My, yeah. See, my dad was. Well, I was kind I was of seven. Actually. Yeah, I was the only child. It could mean Cameron was four. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, my dad was just kind of working at it, so it was like, well, his little was, project. Yeah, basically. And <laughs> drum um, the hours of whole city <laughs> in. But Stuart Elliott was like the smallest man on the pitch, but somehow managed to rise higher than everyone else to head it in. It was a very Stuart Elliott. Stuart Elliott did that before Ronaldo. That's yeah, probably where Ronaldo yeah, where sort Ronaldo of learned it. Copied Amazing. It from. But um, it made it made us go top of the league. We didn't win the league that year, but it was just I remember the feeling of being oh we're top of the league. Doncaster won the league, didn't they? Yeah, they then paraded the trophy round the following season, but we beat them, so that was quite nice. Yeah. Just want to confirm something. Did you just compare this Mr. Stuart Elliott to Ronaldo? Honestly, the way that he leaps and like hangs in the air. Yeah. is very similar I to the way Ronaldo does I think his general game, actually, okay. as well. I think Stuart Elliott was Stuart Elliott Ronaldo before Ronaldo was. 2004-5 yeah. was before, one um, of the best players Before some nasty Huddersfield player broke his cheekbone of a deliberate elbow, mm. which ruined his career, really. Mm. So you think when Ronaldo scores that hat-trick yesterday, he goes back into the dressing room and he has a little moment and thinks to... He's got a little picture mm. of Stuart Elliott in his wallet. I think if Maybe Ronaldo tattooed could on the inside of his bicep or something. If Ronaldo could cartwheel, he'd have copied the yeah. Stuart Elliott cartwheel celebration. But well, I, kinda, <laughs> I think Ronaldo probably could teach himself to cartwheel if he wanted. Maybe he doesn't want to make it too blatant too how mm. much of an influence Mr Elliott's been on his career. I think that yeah, might be the case, fair. yeah. Is Elliot the very religious man, or is that somewhere else? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. played for. He, he's a member of a pretty sort of spe- like specific Christian church. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, the only places they have this church is Belfast, and then is it Motherwell was his former team, and and then there was one in Hull, and his right. career took that exact path. Yeah, right. he did a bit of an odd interview once with the whole Daily Mail, which the club were not happy about because he talked right. about his brother who'd been sort of involved with the Irish rebels uh, mm, during right. sort of things, and he spoke quite openly about it. I remember the club being really angry, and my dad saying afterwards, um, apparently the the sports editor from the whole Daily Mail got banned from the ground, so <laughs> he wasn't allowed in, and he had to buy a ticket, and then he got escorted out after buying a ticket because they weren't happy about this article that had been done, but. He's an interesting yeah. character. He's quite um, vote uh, Stuart Elliott. That is, he's quite 
vocally supportive. He actually Donald argues. Trump. Yeah, he argues with a lot of fans on Twitter now. It's quite yeah. sad. But yeah. we'll he might have on. a podcast named after him by the end of the day. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it depends how the next kind of half an hour goes. Mm. Um, but yeah, I suppose you you can probably push that agenda yourselves. Yeah, um, <laughs> Barney is Ronaldo the best player ever? No. Who is? Why why isn't Ronaldo the uh, best player ever? Uh, well, Ronaldo is. Um, he, he's an incredible athlete, isn't he? I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think he's as intelligent a player as Messi. Um, I think he very much plays for himself, which, as a footballer, obviously you know it's a team game, and you very much there's that thing of there's a lot of people across the world who are fans of Ronaldo rather than Juventus fans or Real Madrid fans. They just support Ronaldo. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't think he's as technically good as Messi or Maradona. Um, I, don't think, I don't think he sort of revolutionised the game particularly. I think he's just been very good at winning games by himself, by being athletically incredible. Is he the second best player of all time? Uh, yes, but it's that thing of it's, it's to do with with context, isn't it? Because if you put Ronaldo, like players now are much better than players were even twenty years ago. So yeah, Ronaldo and Messi are better at football than anybody has ever been, I'd say. But then, potentially, you know, so is Suarez and Neymar. Yes, but, but obviously, you don't speak about them in the same vein as you would speak about Pele and Maradona. But they actually Do probably you, are better at football. Do you think he'll be no. eulogised in Portugal the same way that um, Maradona is in Argentina and Pele is in Brazil? Yes, probably. I mean, he was born in uh, Madeira, wasn't mm, he? Funcal, yes. Funcal, yeah. Yeah, and similarly, Eusebio's Angolan, I think, isn't it? Mm. Or is he from Mozambique? I'm not sure, but I don't think he's Quite Portuguese. So their two greatest players yeah. aren't actually born on Portuguese mainland. But I mean, he's Ronaldo's the greatest Portuguese person of the last 100 years, I imagine, isn't it? Who else? No one else comes to mind. They had some very good explorers, didn't they? Who who just Vasco da Gama? And <laughs> but I mean, apart from that. <laughs> they had a half. They had a half decent. They, they had a half decent sprinter. I think won bronze in hundred meters in two thousand four. Did that guy that won Eurovision a few years ago? What was that really? guy yeah, called? The one that was a yeah. bit weird. I don't, I don't remember them winning the Eurovision. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah. He was right. a bit. Um, it looked a bit like Hosier, but he had a bit of a weird. Francis Obaquelu. He was a Portuguese, Nigerian-born Portuguese sprinter, and I think he won. Oh, he won the silver medal in two thousand and four. Do apologise, Francis. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he won the two thousand four Olympic won silver Greece. medal in, in Athens. Yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic. He set the European record in the race at nine point eight six, which still stands been equalled by French Jimmy Vico but has not been beaten so do you reckon he's up there with Ronaldo arguably there's also the uh, yeah there's a couple in there there's have they had any like m- massive presidents like, oh, yeah. like Salazar they, they, yeah Salazar was he's but not, I don't think he's, he's not, particularly <laughs> no, well liked is he? no but <laughs> there's also one that I that sticks in my them do you remember the goalkeeper Ricardo who's amazing at saving penalties bare hands as yeah. well yeah he's got to be up there yeah 
They did a feature on him somewhere a few years ago. Yeah, I saw that. It was like an BBC interview with him now, wasn't it? Someone took yeah. him saving penalties in his Between the trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Because he used to take his, didn't he take his gloves off for penalties? Yeah, 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 that was the thing. <laughs> yeah. he, he won a penalty shirt. Against he won England. two against England. Yeah, 2004 yeah. and six. See, I don't yeah. get that because if you've got goalie gloves on, you think at some point you're getting a bit of extra distance on your fingertips. Doesn't make it, sense. It, no, but it was all a psychological thing, wasn't it? It was yeah. like, I'm so confident that I'm going to win it, that I'm going to take the gloves off. And then he scored He scored the winning penalty as well, didn't he, in he 2006? Did. He did. Yeah, he was an absolute bastard. He, but he, he was. He was. Yeah, he might. Yeah. We have to add him to your I list of um, most disliked people. Yeah, but and I mean, I really did dislike him. He's probably like one of the villains of my childhood. But at the same time, I sort of have a lot of respect for him. Whereas yeah, same. Yeah, people like Frank Lampard who I don't have respect for. Yeah, back on Ronaldo. I'm going to open this up. Um, you haven't done very well in the Champions League this season. I think you'd only scored one goal prior to this. Um, and people were kind of saying, Juventus have won the last seven Serie A's. They didn't sign Ronaldo to win Serie A again. They kind of signed him. There was this whole idea about he scored that hat-trick against them last year, got the stand innovation. Um, he wanted to go there, kind of leave a legacy of winning them a Champions League. They obviously really want to win this Champions League. Um, but he haven't kind of turned it on so far. Do you think, Catherine, that he can push them on to actually winning that Champions League that they've been craving for a while? Do you think he's got that X factor to do it for them? Well, I think it's definitely possible because last night, I mean, in the week leading up to last night, a lot of people were kind of talking about Atletico being the team to be in the Champions League this season. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be their year and for Ronaldo to just kind of single-handedly win them the game. Um, shows what, and we've seen him do it for Portugal as well. Um, and he actually, obviously, when they won the Euros, he went off so that they kind of won it without him, but they wouldn't have got to that point without him anyway. So we have seen him kind of do it single handedly before, but I think in terms of them winning it, it's going to be a case of who they draw because I think anything can happen in finals, but if they were to get someone like, um, whether well, you know if Barca get through tonight or even Man City, I think they'd be struggling possibly in the next game. Juve, Man City, would be an excellent tie. Mm. I hope, mm. I, I hope we get to see it happen at yeah. some point in the competition. It'd be a good final. Wouldn't it would it? be yeah. a very good final. Yeah. The, the one I liked yesterday for Juve as well. Um, and he may or may not be mentioned at the very start of the podcast was Matuidi. Um, and I really am a little bit angry at why PSG got rid of him. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of I think that singular move is kind of indicative of everything that's wrong with PSG. Yeah. They got rid of Matuidi because I've I've always liked him. He was really good at PSG. He played for France. He was part of that France team with in the Euros. Did he play in the World Cup yeah, as well? Yeah, he played yeah, quite as Kante Kante Pogba and Matuidi. Yeah, I think it was. I think he was in the three. Like, did he? But he like tucked in and like they play this slightly odd formation. Yeah, no one's really like analysed their. Oh, because they entered. <laughs> yeah, but like because they weren't that good. They played they just Tolisso won it. as well in the middle, so they basically oh, yeah, like four, four centre mids. Yeah, because they ended up playing Giroud, play. didn't they? Griezmann, the yeah. well, yeah, ended up yeah, playing. Yeah, Griezmann played. But they started off at the start of the tournament. Playing. They had Griezmann, uh, Mbappe, Dembele, and then yeah. I think they they realised they needed Giroud. Yeah. Yeah, because they weren't that good, really. For yeah. being brutally honest, they weren't 
like they're not no well, they one, you wouldn't speak be... about them as one of the greatest sides of all time or anything but no. they were quite easily the best yeah you know they, they were, were they were very much deserving that's more because like there was just lack of quality elsewhere yeah yeah well i fancied them to get to the final i had them second in my sort of predictions because mm. uh, i thought they were a bit young and maybe not wise enough to win against someone but obviously they won and they did indeed they could win the euros and then who knows what could happen but i think we're gonna win the euros yeah i do as well i genuinely do. we were talking about this as well weren't we um, yeah, I think we're going to win the Euros. We've got a great front three. You said Euro twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do mean Euro twenty twenty four. I don't mean next year. I mean oh, Euro twenty twenty. No, yeah, I mean no, next no. year. Nah, 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 nah. Someone, <laughs> someone else is going to appear. I think we've got well, a few Gareth, more. Gareth announces his squad today. Yeah, we've got we've got when someone. Someone's coming. I think we've, there's someone. Do you we've got think someone in the Phil ranks. Foden will make Southgate squad? Um, I well, based on last do. night, I, I don't think he will, but I think I think he should do. Mm. Um, I think he won't on principle that Southgate will want to play players that play every week. I think what like, mm. I think Southgate wants to play him, but he needs to. F- he wants a good enough excuse to well, put yeah, him in. Well, he had one last night. He was very good when he came but on. But one one game's not really enough, no, is know, it? Or like, a few. But I always thought the thing that we were missing in the World Cup was like a midfielder that could create. Yeah, it's like a number eight midfield. Yeah, like one that yeah. could drive us forward. I think yeah. that's that is his game. I agree. So will he go out on loan? No, Pep said he won't let him go out on loan, but I think he'll play a lot next season with Silver being thirty three. Do you think they're gonna try the and almost do that transition yeah. next season? That'll I think this year's transition was getting Bernardo to become a midfielder. Yeah. And next year's long term project to be to ease Foden into he won't play. He won't start every week. He'll just come off the bench more and play in the lesser mm. games more. Yeah. So do you think that City won't sign? Look to sign a creative midfielder. Oh well, we'll be linked with. Like we, we haven't been yet, but I can. I'll put a, a thousand pound on us being linked with Isco between now and the summer. Oh, well, Liverpool being linked to them quite yeah, a bit. We'll as be well. linked with Isco. We'll probably be linked with Pjanic, someone of that ilk, which will yeah. be good. He was very angry, angrily pleased yesterday when Ronaldo scored his penalty. They were all like, you know, in the corner cheering. And he spotted a camera and was like, you know, giving it, it, it large. I didn't necessarily, because he's such a cultured footballer, I didn't necessarily think he had that in him. But um, yeah, He also um, comes across very well on the, uh, what's the Juventus documentary yeah, on Netflix? It's, it's, it's very weird, isn't it? Yeah, right? but the, I've only watched a few episodes, yeah, but know. the one with him, he comes across Is it Team Juventus? Nice it's called like, yeah, it's called like being Juve or something like that. But it's got like it was being Liverpool. Wasn't uh, it? It's got a very annoying American, yeah, comma, co- uh, what voice over, voiceover yeah. that makes a few words up along the way. Mm. He says something like Max Allegri, Juve's winningest manager. Ronaldo's penalty was very satisfying. The connection, I like that a lot. Um, as much as I like the Rashford one last week, he kind of hits it so hard that it curves away. It's yeah. delightful, really nice. I was thinking though, actually, all of his goals were just one touches, were just one touch, weren't they? So actually, I mean, obviously someone he's had done, to score him, but it's not like he he fully took the game. I think and just his did thing it was his one against Juventus last season. Also, oh, I think it was time. also one, one of them was an overhead kick, so it's like that's yeah. a tremendous piece of skill. <laughs> yeah. But even so, like his backhouse header, you know, that's. Yeah. It's not. It's not bad and at all. Juve were clearly their tactic was very much to 
get the ball in to the box for yeah. Ronaldo to get ahead. Yeah. I mean, they, pl- they played Mandzukic as well and didn't start Dybala mm. and Bernadeschi played. And Bernadeschi was instrumental. You see that run yeah. For, yeah. for the penalty. That was an incredible run. That was a run. stupid penalty to give away. Though. Yeah, so I, I'm st- I still didn't work out what had gone on because initially I thought um, the... Atletico fullback had like, or oh, wasn't the fullback, it was, it Correa, was Correa. I, Correa, I thought he'd hit, got caught him with his knee. Mm. Then I looked at it again and I thought Bernadeschi had tripped himself up. up. And then I looked at it again and thought he pushed him in the back, so I, I don't know. I thought it probably was a penalty. Yeah. It was, a little, it yeah. was soft. He's been on a good run as well, let him have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let him have There's it. a good stat from uh, last night that Ronaldo, uh, like Ronaldo scored to knock out Atletico Madrid in the last. He's done it four times. Is it four? I think it's five. Yes, it might be. I think oh, he's scored, is he scored four six. hat-tricks against them or something? Well, it might not be that he's scored, but the stat is that a Ronaldo team has knocked out Atletico for the last four or five years. In the Champions League. It's either five out of six or four out of five. He, did the, he did the Simeone thing at the, at the end as well. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. The Simeone celebration where he like, does like the we've got balls thing. It's just a horrible celebration in general. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I love it. Probably, like, in, it's, it's prob- like, probably doesn't club, help his reputation horrible. either, does it, really? <laughs> no. Yeah, especially with what's yeah. going on. And that, has there been a relatively fresh there was an development on it because, yesterday, but right. not, not a lot was I was going to say, there was, I obviously knew about it, but there seems to be a lot of criticism of him about it on Twitter yesterday, more so yeah. than there had been in previous weeks. But. Well, it's just because he scored, isn't it? scored a hat yeah. trick, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask a question about the Champions League before I realised I was coming on the pod, but I was going to ask it anyway. Well, your um, calendar's so packed, Catherine. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was contacting your agents all week, but it's going to get through. Yeah, yeah. Um, Manchester United's win last week, I've been kind of thinking about it, and they strangely remind me of the Chelsea team that won the Champions League with um, yeah. Roberto Di Matteo having that like caretaker mm. manager. Because yeah. I don't think Man United are going to make top four. Yeah, well, I think they probably will now after. And Chelsea didn't make top four that year, but they qualified through in the Champions League. Yeah, so if next year is going to be another five English teams yeah. Champions and League, and that that win against um, PSG last week kind of reminded me of Chelsea's win because I think when they won the Champions League, they came from behind against Napoli, um, mm. although they did it at home. But they had a, they were two goals down, and then. Um, obviously they beat Barca that year with having like no possession yeah. um, which is sort of similar and I don't know if Man United have got enough to win it but it just kind of reminds me of that I think United do have an, yeah. enough to win it I'm, I don't necessarily I'm not yeah. saying I think they're going to but I think they are I don't I think, it wouldn't surprise me I don't yeah. think you need to have that much you like the way you talk about a team a squad having enough to win the Premier League I don't think you need to have that much to win the Champions yeah. League do you you just mm. need to be able to win it sounds incredibly simple you just need to be able to win a game yeah. and you know it's like individual things isn't it rather than because there's so many factors like you could play completely different teams to another team and they're suited to you and the team you've got in that year is better suited to beating those teams you come against doesn't necessarily mean you're the best team in the competition I, I think sort of um, psychology has a lot to do with winning the Champions League yeah. though and I think that at the minute psychologically they're probably um, well there probably isn't a better team in the world really at the moment psychologically than well, they've Manchester got nothing, nothing to lose, have they? So yeah. like, if they if they yeah. if they get anyone but Porto, probably the weakest team left in it, mm. and they lose, no one's going to say, "Ah, oh, Ollie 
should get yeah. sacked. No. Oh, well, sacked. He's not really got the draw job. But yeah. like, yeah, I think it's going to be very fascinating. Um, I'd quite like to see Juve United in the final, just because of the Ronaldo, Ronaldo. and Pogba mm. things. Yeah, yeah, I kind of. I also think what could happen is if Man United did win the Champions League and then they were kind of forced to give Solskjaer the job, he could kind of do what Di Matteo did the season after and not have a very good start. Yeah. Well, I think that I kind of think that'll happen. Mm. So I think Solskjaer get probably does get the job now. And then I'm I'm just not convinced that he goes on and becomes this new yeah. new wave manager that they want yeah. to need. Well, he's not like he ain't got any revolutionary tactical plan like no long term managers need. Yeah. That's but the thing I think he's a very short term. Mm. I don't know if he can sustain it kind of but beyond then, yeah. the season. I and I know. do just wonder whether there's a chance that he just says no, I'm done. I came here for this length of time, I'm going. But Zidane did I that and he's he ended up back, it. hasn't he? Mm. It, I think that is very difficult to do to. Because Zidane did it so well, didn't he? And then he's ended up back. Yeah. I think I think that's a poor appointment, personally, from Real. I think it's kind of a bit of a... I just don't think it's very forward-looking. And it's like they've had their sort of golden era and... You know they're gonna. They might have to accept that it might take them a little while to get back to something like that again. And I think they should try and create something new, rather than, you know, just try and replicate what they've already done. Well, I'm very surprised that he's gone back there. Yeah, I am. It just seems like a, a massive risk. Yeah. What does he have to? I mean, I suppose there is always something that you can gain, but it seems like he's got a lot more to lose than he has yeah. to gain out of it. And it's such a different proposition to what it was like last time in terms of being cynical actually probably having to do quite a bit of coaching to implement things there whereas before it was all probably very much like you know arm round shoulder managing egos saying mm-hmm. I've been here before in this in this position like we, we've talked before and hear about that the half time in the Champions League final where they play Juventus and they showed I think you might have seen it they showed the dressing room and the way he talks to the players and it's so calm it's just I think it's one all at the time and it's just like right we just need to do this 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 and this and you can just everyone's obviously going to listen to him because it's Zidane given what he's done in Champions League finals given what he's done in football everyone just listens to him he's really calm about it there's no emotion and just like do this we'll win the game and they go out they win 4-1 and it's sort of but it's very different now isn't it it's like you kind of feel like you need some emotion in there to sort out the stagnation really yeah and they're going to have to bring some players yeah. through or at least you know introduce some new players into to the squad a lot of money yeah yeah um, also his um, his outfit was like outrageous. the most horrible thing I've ever seen and it's I what didn't out, think Zidane was capable of it. I, I, I don't, don't think I've seen this. Have you not seen it? I don't think so, no. So well, he sort of wears quite a tight fitting blazer. Right. Is this for his appointment? Yeah, it was right. for the press conference. Press conference. It's the G. Were you, were you, there? The were you there live for five five W football? I was, yeah. yeah. I flew out. And uh wears a pair of very horrible tight blue jeans. Right. That he he rolls up like yeah. basically halfway up his leg. <laughs> it's it's really quite a horrific thing and because obviously you think of Zidane as a particularly oh. like cool footballer 
It's just the most. Have you seen it? Catherine? I've not seen it. Oh, no. I bet, yeah, I bet. I've seen it. <laughs> and what's he got on his feet as well? Has he got like little? Do you remember them things that everyone had called toms or something? They look like them. Don't <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, no. See, not, uh, I mean, to be fair to him, he has been on holiday for the last six months, so he's just oh yeah, swanned in like it a almost looks home. like. Is that good? Oh yeah, or it a bad almost. Looks <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it from a distance, and I think like he's wearing really high boots. Yeah, yeah. Like he's wearing yeah. women's boots. I don't get the well, terms. Turnover. Well, I don't understand the turnover. <laughs> I've got a side on view. Um, yeah, of you. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, to me, I can't say it looks dreadful apart from the turnover. The turnover is what makes it dreadful. I think it'd still be quite a nasty outfit, even if he'd not done the turnover. But I think if he got rid of his he, head, it could be a woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his physique looks stood, strange, yeah. doesn't it? it? It's. He shouldn't have worn jeans. He just shouldn't have worn those jeans. No. Do you think he'll wear it on the touchline? I really hope not. Well, you never see managers wear jeans, actually, do you? Pep Pep does. Does he? But they're they're dark, are they? They're dark. Uh, They're just. Pep just gets that sort of stuff right, usually, as well, doesn't he? He just wears the same jumper. What do you feel about Phil Brown probably did wear some boot cuts with, like, brown shoes. Yeah, Luis Enrique wore some very nice clothes when he he was manager at Barca. Mm. Remember when he was at um, City managing Barca once? I just thought it was like a fan on the pitch or something. What would you wear if you were a football manager, Lewis? If I was a football manager, I'd wear jeans as well, actually. I quite Would you? Like that Would you just wear what you wear, like, normally? Yeah, I feel yeah. like you have to be quite authority. Like, you have to have a bit more authority to just wear what you want. Now. Right. I feel like you either wear a suit or a track suit until you're very good, like Peppers. And now he just wears what he wants. Well, actually, he has, like, an outfit for the season, which is quite funny. Because last season he wore that, like, black jumper with the yellow... Yeah, the same jumper. ...the Catalan thing and the white T-shirt underneath, which is actually a shirt... Right, very weird. Um, and this season he wears that weird jumper that just doesn't seem right, but he sort of makes it look okay. I quite like Pep's fashion until I saw that horrendous one in the press conference, yeah, which I think Kieran yeah, yeah. tweeted about. Doesn't everyone have a stinker though? We're not we're we not allowing people to have stinkers. Yeah, we're allowed to come that harsh. Yeah. You can't. What's <laughs> it? I'm done. I I haven't dressed particularly <laughs> smart today to present this, but I've got a football shirt on my. Yeah, but it's fine. You're not making any statements, are you? That's that? right. To. You're not going to a press conference. <laughs> I'm trying to make statements all the time, um, but clearly they're not being picked up on. Catherine, what would you wear if you were a football manager? I think, I think I'd probably go smart, casual. I'd maybe go like dark, dark jeans. Um, tracksuit approach, like you. You've got because you, no, you, you you rock in the kind of um, yeah, tracksuit yeah. manager look at the moment, really. Yeah, I could go for that. I'm trying to think of what the female managers wear in. The WSL and some of them do go for tracksuits. Hope Powell was. I was going to say she Hope was Powell was a tracksuit. Very rarely did she wear kind of smart stuff. Mm. Um, Emma Hayes is a tracksuit. Chelsea Mullen manager. Um, I think the Reading manager is also a tracksuit. Maybe yeah, maybe I could go the tracksuit route. See, when I was growing up watching Match of the Day, I always used to notice. You know the way under managers when they do interviews, sometimes they're captioned as, you know, Arsene Wenger manager. Or sometimes it will be like Tony Pulis, head coach. There's a difference between manager and head coach. I always used to have this idea that managers wore suits and head coaches wore track suits. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't understand why you'd think that. But I would wear a suit, but try and be a head coach suit wearer. What, so you'd sort of train in, you'd be doing training in your suit? Yeah. Would yeah. you wear boots with your suit? or? No, I think I'd wear some kind of like fan, fancy brogue, but a durable brogue type footwear. Nice, yeah, brogues with studs. Because I don't need to kick the ball, 
I just need to be able to move well to be able to direct the players. I need to be able to put cones Glide out. I can put my cones out and down you don't and around. Have to put the cones out yourself. I'm gonna. I'm that kind of manager. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know everyone by their name. I know all the the dinner ladies, the dinner men. Yeah, I agree. By the name, it's so important. I know the birthdays. The Karen ladies. from HR. You know, yeah. I know it's her twenty fifth wedding anniversary on Tuesday. I know it all. Um, but I'm wearing a suit. Nigel yeah. Adkins flips between, doesn't he? He, he does. Although is he not sometimes. usually tracksuit when he was? I think in smart stuff you know that video that emerged of him like clapping at the last yeah, time yeah he was in smart stuff then, yeah. Steve Bruce and this used to this used to irritate me quite a lot because Steve Bruce was always tracksuit yeah. unless we were playing the big six yeah. and then he'd wear a suit and it's like don't wear a suit don't, don't give him that much respect yeah. Yeah. like it, it used to annoy me a lot that that he'd change I mean like fair enough change to a suit in the FA Cup final yeah. if we're at Wembley that's goodness. fine yeah. but don't just because we're at Stamford Bridge, <laughs> decide that you're going to wear a suit. It used to irritate me a lot. Do you That's remember? Yeah. Do you remember when Stoke got to the FA Cup final? I do. Uh, Tony Pulis came out in his suit um, and then sprang back in and got changed into his track suit. <laughs> so he missed, yeah. f- missed the first minute of the game because of that. I think anyway. Was that against? Against City. City. He yeah. probably did it in the semi against. Uh, that was the first mm. win, wasn't it? Yeah, Torre. It was great, great time. I watched did that in go? Morocco. I didn't go actually. No. You were in Morocco. I was in Morocco. Yeah. Is that is that all right? Yeah, I'm just. It was in. What, what were you doing in Morocco? Was it was that in, 2010. It was in May. I was um, in. It was. It I was, was in May. Morocco. In I was in year. I was in year ten. Um, and yeah, we went on holiday to in Morocco. I was in year ten. Yeah. Cool in fact. 2011. Where did you go? Well, Morocco? in that part of 2011. Yeah. Mm. Cool fact about my school life. Right. I started each year in that actual year. So I started year 10 in 2010, year 5 in 2005, etc. So if finished, it's May 2000... I finished in 2000. It's a nice one to have, isn't it? Because you can always remember what year you were in when something happened. It's yeah. superb. That's good. It's I one of the most satisfying aspects yeah, yeah. of my uh, life. life. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. that. I agree. It doesn't one of the use, most useful parts. Yeah, it doesn't transfer as well, obviously, to university as well, but you can work backwards and come forwards on yeah. it. So um, you're not technically in year 19 now? Yeah, I suppose so. Some people do think of it like that, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I now I'm in year 18. I'll be in year 18 because it's now New Year, isn't it? Right, yeah. See what I mean? 2018. I always remember when I started school because I started school on 9-11. Like, that was, that was my first day of school, so I always remember when I started. Yeah. And then um, when I started secondary school was 2008 because oh, yeah. it was the whole whole got promoted to the Premier League in May of 2008 yeah, yeah. and I started school. Secondary. Well, I remember secondary. I finished in 2013 because you know your leavers shirt, everyone put the number on the back. I was quite annoyed that I had like steel 13 because mm-hmm. it made me look like a sub goalkeeper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, well, I had Misra 14. I thought I was on re, but that was when I left sixth form. Right. I never put the, the number not? on the back of my shirt. Or not, no. We didn't get a choice. I didn't buy a hoodie. Oh, right, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Was, it, was, it, was it a colour job at, uh, was it a marker pen? We, we had, yeah, I mean, yeah. I did that. I got, got behind the, like, that's a, I feel like that's a year 11 I, I didn't want to, yeah, it was. Because yeah. we, we could wear our own clothes in sixth form. Yeah, you know I mean? we could as well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get anything tied in sixth form, I just left. Yeah. Like yeah, I did that as well. Yeah. I, I kind of disappeared. Uh, St. Mary's. Oh, oh I yeah, you spent, told me that. I spent yeah. a long time at St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah it was like I had enough and like wanted to leave and yeah, disappeared. Never seen since. Well, seen sometimes since. Um, what does Zidane need to do to get Madrid to you know be good again? Is the question. Um, I'm wondering what he, I think Bale's the big thing because 
everyone will talk about bringing in Hazard, which I do think is a good idea. But I also am very reluctant to suggest get rid of Bale. I think they should get rid of Bale. And okay. I equally think Chelsea, Chelsea should get rid of Hazard. I think. Should Chelsea get Bale? Yeah. I, um, think, I think that both of them... I think everyone could okay. do with a fresh start. Chelsea have got a transfer, Bale. Yeah, but they don't. They don't exist. They don't exist, do they? Yeah, Yeah, but that's a great swap deal if it could happen. Yeah, I think it works well. Is it though? Yeah, but I don't think. See, the way I think this works is, I don't think Hazard will be quite as effective for Madrid as I think Bale could be, and I don't. But I definitely don't think that Bale can go into Chelsea's team now and do what Hazard does. I just don't think he's as good at like the dribbling and all that stuff that he does. But I think he will just probably still score a few thirty yarders. Do you think Bale could go back to Spurs, or do you think that would I, conflict with? I think he'd prefer to go back to Spurs than to Chelsea. But I think the only way he's going to go back to Spurs is if Harry Kane, Kane goes the other way. Yeah. Do you think? Potentially, unless they just, but like, unless Daniel Levy just absolutely goes for it. Someone gets him on a night <laughs> out. Someone gets him on a mad night out, and they're just like, "Look, you've got just all like, these. Do it now. You've got these all these footballers. You've got centre backs that are probably amongst the best centre backs you've ever had." Every position of the you know on the pitch, the same thing probably applies. If you sign Bale, they might all stay. In the new yeah. And he just goes out, goes to you know the nearest cash point, um, gets out hundred million, plonks it down. In comes Works Gareth Bale. It down, just just chucking it at Florentino Perez. In this, in Perez so, out as well. So in the new Tottenham Stadium, what they've got, they've got this looping tube that goes under the Tottenham ground and all the way to the Bernabeu. Yeah. So if Modric fancies it, back he comes. Yeah, if yeah. Deli Ali fancies it at any point, yeah. he goes under, um, and it's time travel to the so Bernabeu. Underground. Yeah. yeah. Modric and Bale um, for Harry Kane. Do you reckon Real Madrid will offer that? I'd take that if I was. If I was Spurs, I don't think I would. But you'd be left They're older. They're older. Kane's, yeah, Kane's going to go. Really. I'm not sure. I think Kane sure. will leave it too long. Yeah, I really do. I know what you mean. I think he's well, 25. Think Spurs, he's Spurs have only got another season. I think of being any good. But yeah, I think they say that every year, don't they? Yeah, but I, I really think at the moment, like they've got a lot of players who are too good not for the money they're on next season, and and they're all good enough to be it. League winning European teams. I generally agree. Yeah. They always do very well. And Pochettino's not going to stay after next season unless they win the league. But again, he'll he'll be leaving it too late for himself if he stayed at Spurs for too long. Well, he's got more of a lifespan, though, hasn't he? Than the two jobs that he was linked with United and Real Madrid. Are they available? Zidane Zidane might not work. It won't. I don't think Zidane will work. He could be out again well, by yeah. the summer. Because I mean, they're not patient club, are they? You've got to remember Zidane. He might go though. Yeah. Zidane didn't. Did he win La Liga once? I yeah, think we yeah. were saying last week. And I mean, I don't. I certainly can't see Real winning the Champions League next. No, year, and so. in, in in some senses, the Champions League went to mask their you know yeah inability to do anything in La Liga. Average. Yeah. Well, not average, but yeah. Because it was that idea. There's a quote, isn't there, that someone, I think Guillaume Balaguer said it, that someone in the Real Madrid team, I would imagine it's probably Marcelo or Ramos, said that, <coughs> excuse me, they only needed to play well for four games a season yeah. to win the Champions League. And that's what they'd do, and they'd be able to play well for those four games and win it. Yeah. Um, and that's what was happening. I think Bale would go to Tottenham because I think he's won his trophies now. He's got quite a good haul there now. He's won four yeah. Champions Leagues. He's won La Liga at least once then. Yeah. So he's got his trophies. I think Bale should come back to the Prem. Think, but I think he'd favour Tottenham for that reason. I mean, they're probably not going to win the Premier League. Is the only thing that. 
I just yeah. can't see him at another Premier League club. I but can see him at United. United yeah. I don't think they'd win the league either. I, I, I think City and Liverpool are just. No, I, I think. How do they get? Surely they can't get him at United without getting rid of some people. He's, he's yeah, on actually, like he's on money mad money, money at Real. Bale and Pogba in the same city. Yeah. 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 Good kickers. They'll kick well together. <laughs> kick I just hard. wonder if but someone like Bale came in, what Pogba would have to say if mm. it's taken. Well, Bale's done it with Ronaldo, I suppose, hasn't he? Mm. Does Bale like being the star as well as the other question? If Pogba can continue being the fulcrum, mm. great word, of the of the team, then that will work could well. Leave United? Do you think he could? I don't think. I don't think he's getting no. no, I think he's there. Maybe in two or three years. Yeah. But where? Not for me, I think he stays. Well, he could go to Madrid, couldn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he could. I genuinely think Madrid needs to spend like 500 million pounds. (laughs) Yeah, I think they need to really like have an overhaul of... I think they need to to decide. Proactive rather than reactive for once. Because what's happened to Isco, by the way? He just dies every season and then gets linked with City and then scores a hat-trick. And everyone's like, oh my God, Isco's amazing. I think he is good, though. Yeah, he is good, but... I think he's playing the best player career, does he? Well, Ramos is Spain's best player. Best defender of all time. I think Isco is Spain's best player. I genuinely do. Yeah, no, but I just told you. Yeah, you, you, think, you think Ramos is, but I don't. I think, no, it's, I think it's Isco. Ramos is, is obviously better than Isco. Isco's a bet, like a technically better footballer, but Ramos is the best player in his position in the world, and Isco isn't. Game of opinions, isn't it? <laughs> Game of opinions. I don't necessarily agree. You've not that. qualified your opinion as well. <laughs> well, I think I think Va- I think, Spain, I think Van Dijk's a better centre back than Ramos. Okay. Genuinely, I do. Qualify that. Um, I think he's better positionally than Ramos. I think Ramos is quite rash. Um, I think a lot of Ramos's um, the way he's regarded is his goal scoring. Takes pens now for Real Madrid. That's His true. disciplinary record is disgusting. I don't see how a player. It's, it, I think it speaks a lot of the lack of good centre backs that being in world football that he is regarded like that, despite how many stupid yellow cards and red cards he gets. He's been sent off twenty five times, I think, in La Liga, which is it's just silly. Like it's it's stupid. It has like, been a bad decade, probably for centre backs. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. Yes, Ramos has done a lot in the game. I'm not disputing he's a very good player. I think, I actually think there might be other better centre backs as well. Okay. I'm particularly after the World Cup. I thought Varane was yeah, potentially Varane, better than him as Varane, well. Well, Varane's an incredibly good, technically mm. an incredibly good footballer. Well, well, I think so. Ramos is as well. I think technically he's very good. He's not as good technically as Varane. Like uh, he's not as good on the ball. You could put you could play Varane in central midfield and he. Look like a very yeah. good player, I think. I just don't think Ramos is a nice guy, really. Is he? No, he isn't. I think Van Dyke's a bit of a nicer guy, that's why I'd quite like him. I don't like Van Dyke as a person. Do you not? <laughs> as a person. I quite like yeah, him. Yeah, but you can see why you don't. Like, because he's really good. No, I think he is really good, but I just think he's a bit arrogant. But oh. do you need that, maybe? See, I've seen some, like, you know, um, videos of the Liverpool team, like, because I'm a big fan of Andy Robertson, yeah. and there's, I've seen like videos of Robertson and Van Dyke cooking together. And I just, uh, maybe. I if Andy like Robertson's that. his friend, I'm yeah, happy to. Because when he played for Celtic, he <laughs> played against Dundee, and he said he saw how good Robertson was, and he hoped that one day he'd be able to play with him. Celtic, mm. Van Dyke, I get yeah. that. Oh, really? Yeah. That, he, he did. 
he said that, has he? Yeah, yeah. He said he remembered seeing like playing against him and thinking like, nah, he's got to say absolute yeah, bollocks. Yeah, it's, it? it's <laughs> gas. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like him. He's good. He was probably playing for Celtic at the same time Jackson Irvine was. Yeah, although Jackson Irvine. I think those Tottenham centre backs aren't far off either. I'm not saying they're better than Ramos, but I, what I'm saying is I don't think they're far off. Which one's better? Yeah, I mean, I think Vertonghen uh, is better, although I do think because he can play left back too. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Vertonghen as a player, but I'm still angry at him when he did his dying swan act and got Gaston Ramirez sent off a few years ago. Um, I don't actually remember just think, that. I think Gaston oh, Ramirez had like know. a really small kick out at him and mm. Vertonghen rolled around and I was like as a centre back and the big guy I was like he's got, bit of, he's got a bit of shit house in him yeah. which is I bad. feel like yeah. you need that yeah. personally hence why you love Ramos yeah. um, I, I'd say Vertonghen's better he's done it for longer and he can play left back very well they've both played together their whole career haven't they who? They were at Ajax, Ajax together. Yeah. Both played for well, Belgium think, together and then Spurs. I think Vermaelen was there with Vertonghen for a bit. Then Vermaelen went. Alderweireld came in. <laughs> then, Ajax, but, yeah, then Vertonghen went off. Yeah. Um, Alderweireld went to Atletico. And didn't really. Not I don't think he broke. Didn't break season, into that Goddy Miranda thing, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, and then went on loan to Southampton. Got signed permanently. Yeah, oh no, forgot, I think I he was just he was on loan. He was on loan yeah. at Southampton for a season. And then other teams wanted him. Tottenham got him. I'm yeah. not sure why I didn't go back to Atletico. Maybe just because they couldn't promise him first team action. Mm. But yeah, I'd say Vertonghen because he's very good at left back. Mm. Very, very good. He was good against Dortmund there, wasn't he? Mm. He put in a good ball for a goal that seemed to remember anyway. Yeah, anyway, Barney was saying we should disagree with each other more, so there's a bit of disagreement. Yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah. We were discussing about what we should do different, and Barney was like, I think we should disagree with each other more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um, any other thoughts on Zidane, Madrid? Oh, Mourinho is is on the agenda as well. Lewis Mourinho, do you like him? Because um, I used to like Mourinho, um, but I don't anymore. Yeah, I quite like him. I think actually, no, now he's left United. He's just trying to side with all the baddies, though, isn't he? Going on like Russian telly and um, yeah, I don't know what's mate, yeah. getting matey with Keys and Gray. I saw a video of him playing five a side, and he was excellent. Actually, he moved the ball well. Um, Did he? Low centre of gravity, a cultured right foot. Um, was he not like lying down in front of the goal or something, forming a blockade, defensive <laughs> blockade? <No. laughs> uh, I feel like I might need to go to doctors because like I'm starting to like all these ex-United people, and I don't know what's coming over me. I really like Ronaldo now. Um, I like. I've I've warmed to Ibrahimovic since he's retired or wherever he is playing in MLS. Yeah. Um, I was in Oxfam the other day and got Ronaldo's book for 99p. Um, <laughs> and, Which one? Uh, uh, Guillaume Balaguer's oh. biography of him. Oh, right, yeah. Um, what do you think of Guillaume Balaguer? Uh, I like him. I, a lot of people don't like him because he's pretty off with transfer rumours. But, like, he knows what he's, he knows what he's talking about. Um, and he's done about he's done three books on Messi Ronaldo the the three of them are Messi Ronaldo Guardiola, mm. so he's got great contacts in the uh, sports journalism field. So you have to give him a lot of respect, I think. Yeah, I like him. Graham, if you're listening, get involved. Come on the podcast, talk about Spanish football and other football as well. I like the way he pronounces Real Madrid as well. How does he pronounce Real Madrid? Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was delicious. Um, Lewis, you've got a question to ask about unpopular footballing opinions. Oh, yeah. Well, um, every time I scroll down Twitter, 
there's normally one in every 20 tweets says unpopular opinion and then says an opinion that is just not unpopular at all. So I was going to ask you three what your unpopular football opinions are, if you've got any. Have you got any unpopular opinions? I've probably got quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Loads. Yeah. <laughs> we've got time, we've got nothing after this, bye. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't like Frank Lampard very much, do I? Yeah. I don't like the way Frank Lampard shoots or shot because he doesn't shoot anymore. He stoops too much. It irritates me. Um, I like... I didn't used to like Sergio Ramos, actually, but since it's become particularly fashionable to dislike him, I've started to quite like him. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what others. I don't think Steve Bruce is Hull City's greatest manager of all time by any means. I think Peter Taylor and Phil Brown are both much more important managers in the club's history. Uh, oh, there's probably many more that'll come to me, but they're um, the ones that. Yeah, I mean, I've probably got a lot that I can. What bring are your thoughts on Neymar? I don't like Neymar very much, actually. Although I, I like it when he showboats, and I think that players should showboat. But I don't like Neymar. Neymar's very difficult. Do you think like. he's overrated? As um, the third best player in the I, I don't, don't know if it, I don't know if he's even still considered the third no, best player. No, I don't player think he is. Like I don't think he's the best over player the course of the last eight years. Do you um, think he's the yeah, third I best think he has been overrated. As, as what that. do you think since two thousand and ten he's been the third best player in the world? And I think he was for a little bit at Barson. There was a season where um The season they won the, the kind of twenty fifteen to sixteen area. And I think yeah, I think then he maybe was. I think he was exceptional then. I don't think Perhaps we fully appreciate how good he was at that point. Yeah. Um, but he's ruined it for himself. It's his own fault. Mm. What are everyone else's unpopular opinion? Uh, I was saying before, footballers, when they score against previous clubs, I don't think there should necessarily be this expectation that they won't celebrate because I feel like there is that if they do celebrate, it's wrong. I don't think it is. I like people being genuine. I if they If they maybe feel like they've been mistreated... It's not disrespectful. In some ways, you could argue it's disrespectful to your own club if you don't celebrate. Like You're being employed by X club. You've scored against Y that you used to play for. You, why give more respect to your old club rather than your current employers? Mm. I, I get it if you've had a long... If you're Lampard, to go back to yours, and you score against Chelsea, obviously that makes complete sense. But if you're Craig Bellamy and you score against <laughs> someone you've played for before, like you've scored against Man City for Liverpool... I don't think he then needs to not celebrate. And that did, did happen. Did I think he not celebrate? no. I think he probably did. I think he yeah, might he probably did celebrate. Say, he realised he he's played for so many yeah. teams. But I sometimes feel like there is that expectation that players shouldn't. James Rodriguez did it last year when he scored against Real Madrid, who were a bit of a unique one because they were his current employers. Mm. He's on loan at Bayern, yeah. and he scored against them. Yeah, and he apologised. There's, there's that as well. Yeah. There's, there's the not celebrating, and then there's the apologising. Yeah, Muted celebration. Fine, that's respectful. I, don't know, I suppose, like, I think, you know, if, um, in fact, I think this may be, ha- like, if Dean Windass scored against Hull City, mm. like, I can understand how you, if they are the club that you've come through at and mm. that you actually support, I can understand why you might have a bit of a, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't actually want to score that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I just in think, general, I agree. I just I, think I muting like it is so fine. Like, yeah. if I'm a player and I'm playing for a team, I think I'd be so. You're so one to win anyway, even if you're playing against a team you support. I don't think I'd be able to help being like, 
Yes, I've scored. You know, I'd be more up for celebrating. But then, then you realise and don't go maybe go to the corner flag and yeah. you know. I mean, so. Ad- like Adebayor celebration yeah, against uh, Arsenal. Yeah, like one of my favourite footballing moments of all time. Well, Glenn Murray scored against his ex-team at the weekend, which is also a rivalry. And did, he, yeah. he, he did, a very good goal actually. Well, he, he, didn't he didn't celebrate either. Yeah. But obviously, like because it's such a big goal in a rivalry, um, all the players go mad anyway. Yeah. So he sort of did celebrate, but didn't want to. Mm. But I, but like it's a rivalry. Palace fans don't like it because you play for Brighton now. It's just, sort of. I um, just do a knee slide in front of the. Uh, what are them horrible? Yeah, the, old, the Palace yeah. Ultras. Or they think like the German or Greek or something. It's ridiculous. I would have just done an east side in front of them. Yeah. Similar to kissing the badge as well. Like, at, at what point do you think a player is qualified to kiss the badge? Because trying to like, uh, I think Hernandez used to do a bit of that, and it's like he used to try and. Well, no, I tell you, he definitely does it. Grosicki does it. Yeah, he tries to leave every yeah. single transfer. With him. It's a bit like. You don't, it's like you don't need to do it. Yeah, is that when I don't. I think it. don't do it full stop. Just don't do it. Oh, but if you, I mean, if you're Steven Gerrard... Then yeah, you can, yeah, you, you can, can but I just think just, just leave it leave out full the stop. Leave Yeah, just yeah. leave it out. Like, you can do other things that will, you know, make the fans warm to you. Like the mm. whole... Like Harry Wilson did when he scored for Derby and he did the five thing at the United fans. That very much endears you to Liverpool fans. Yeah. Um, what's the, do fa- that, what's that? Like the five League. Champions League. Yeah. Like and Gerard did. Gerard <laughs> Gerard's done that quite a few t- times. Like when Everton well. have scored, possibly. Yeah, I think he has. That you know, you don't need yeah. to do that. Do more subtle stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I agree. That is quite good. Better yeah. to antagonise opposition fans. Yeah. Than to. Indeed I'll tell you what, you'll also have loved when Suarez did that dive in front of Moyes. No, was it Moyes? Uh, was it Van Hal? Might have been Martinez. No, I think it was Moyes. Yeah, it was Moyes. Because Moyes was still Everton manager. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did love that. Moyes accused him of diving. Because I saw a video, because you know how uh, Van Hal retired yesterday or the day before? Mm. They were showing like his best clips, and there was one where he was. He went up to Mike Dean and then fell over <laughs> really dramatically, <laughs> just like fell to the ground, I think, yeah. to complain about a player going down, which made me laugh. I quite like Van Hal. Yeah, actually. I found him quite funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of unpopular opinions, I don't really know. De Gea's a, a player, because you know how he made that, possibly whether it was a mistake at the weekend or not. Yeah, but you know how a lot of people seem to think De Gea's the best keeper in the world. And I do think he's a brilliant shot stopper. Mm. But do you ever see some... De- like He has made some like ridiculous saves, but sometimes I feel like just kind of normal saves get made out to be like he's made a wonderful save. Whereas I'm kind of like, well, I'd expect him to save that anyway. Like, yeah, there, are, there have been a few saves in his career where they've been exceptional, but I think sometimes commentators get a bit excited, and I think it's specifically related to De Gea because he's so agile. He kind of makes sometimes saves look better than they actually are. There was a, the game against Spurs this season, mm. um, I think it was at Wembley, when and um, De Gea was sort of lauded as having, like, you know, it was like one of the greatest. Premier League goalkeeping performances of, of all time, and I thought, yeah, quite a lot of the saves were like good save. Ones you made a lot of good make, saves, yeah. but yeah, no, I agree with that. Who is the best goalkeeper in the world? I don't know. I think you, you mentioned Jan Oblak, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Um, I've not seen enough of Jan Oblak to 
really say that. But I don't know. I mean, I probably would say the hair. But yeah, that's probably fair. Angus Williams has asked us quite a testing question. It's going to be quite time-consuming. We're going to be going for an hour. Yeah. Well, you're gonna to have to. It requires some preparation. It requires some preparation as well. Yeah. And it's visual. Could you please power rank the night kids that have been released for the women's World Cup? Power no. rank. Oh. No, okay, yeah. no, we can't. Yeah, I'm tempted <laughs> no, to say. Um, no, we'll give it a try. I've, I've, I haven't seen them all. I've so seen. I prefer the like Let's just let. Have you seen them? I've seen the Germany oh, and France seen. one. Very nice, both of them. Mm. Um, the Germany one. Is very nice, but that I can't remember any of the others. But we're not just doing the night kits. Oh, is that not Nike then? Is that Adidas? Yeah. Right. I think Scotland have got their Scotland have got their women's team got their own kit as well, but it's not Nike. But because they got it before England. Is it like because it's been billed as the first time that England women have ever had their own kit? Yeah. I've generally thought there's usually been a slight variation. Between the men's and women's kits, um, only maybe with the how the like the, the shape cut of, of them. The, right, okay. But I think the actual like having this is a completely different design. So yeah, fair enough. I think that might be. Yeah. It's a completely different design. that's still very very similar, isn't yeah, it? Really? But yeah, I really like the the England, especially the away one. I like. The I away think one. I like it better than the men's the men's kits. Yeah, the Brazil one's very similar to. All Brazil kids. The Nigeria one's very similar to the Nigeria's World Cup one as well. Yes, yeah, exactly uh, the same, isn't it? I think. Australia's, Australia's is pretty good, I think. Yeah. And that's inspired, I believe, by their 1994 World Cup kit. Maybe not World Cup kit, I don't think they got to the World Cup, but. Um, America's, yeah, that's in, America's that's is quite nice as well. Uh, New Zealand's is a bit plain. A bit disappointed with that. Just yeah, they're black. always one, ones were just white and ones just black. Mm-hmm. Can we get a one, two, and three to power out them? Actually, I'd say France away is the nicest. France away, yeah. I think England away is probably second. Yeah, I agree with that. And then yeah. I'd say Australia. Australia third, yeah. yeah. Good. So what's, we got one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? France away, England away. Australia home. Well, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic. I've got another quick question, which comes from. Tennis Nut, who asks us, what do you think of Declan Rice winning Young Player of the Year in Irish awa- Irish FA Awards? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, just funny for yeah. Barry Glendenning, isn't it? Because he loves Declan Rice, isn't he? On the I think it's, yeah, I think it's quite funny. Yeah, very funny. Mm. Was it put to public vote or was it a panel? Football writers, I think. I presume it? it wasn't a public was vote because they were like Irish football writers. I think, I don't know, it just said, it was, was it football from a football writers association? Because surely if it was a panel, You'd purposefully not choose. Yeah, it was done before he changed his mind. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, yeah. But I'd really want there to be an award ceremony and him to have to go and accept yeah, it. Yeah. Or mm. do like a video message. Well, not attend, yeah. but do a video message. All the awards are a bit flawed like that. The PFA Player of the Year gets voted for um, in like two weeks. Mm. So I, I think that for the Prem, it's between Van Dyke and Raheem Sterling, yeah, yeah. and whoever wins the league win, should win it mm-hmm. but you vote for it before you know who's won the league so it's flawed yeah, yeah that's true yeah um, we've got a final topic idea which is about a Jack Grealish who got attacked on the pitch at the weekend which wasn't particularly nice to see I thought he reacted it, to it quite well but he then went on to score the winning goal against Birmingham in their win um, Lewis you've asked us Talk about times we've supported teams for weird reasons. 
because this was kind of like everyone wanted Aston Villa to win because a fan had attacked, a, you know, Grealish. Um, yeah, well, when Grealish got attacked, I think the, the thing went through everyone's head. Imagine if Grealish scored the winner here, mm. um, and he did, um, and it was very funny. Um, I would have loved to be the policeman that told that guy um, that Grealish just scored the winner after that guy went on to on the pitch to beat up Grealish so he couldn't play. Um, so yeah, the, the the thing was like times where you've randomly supported a team for a weird reason. Um, and I can't really think of any. Garner at the 2010 yeah, World Cup yeah. after Suarez. After Suarez's handball. I think everyone supported Garner after that, didn't they? Uh, everyone was probably supporting Garner anyway, really, weren't they? I don't think there were many Uruguay fans at the start Dug of the game. The world, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, um, I, I, I don't know why I, I really liked it when Iniesta scored against uh, Chelsea in the last minute. I liked that. I don't know why. Um, I'm it's just funny on Chelsea. Dislike Chelsea for some reason. Me too. Um, but then that was Barca v Chelsea, and then randomly I was buzzing when Torres scored against Barca. So there was nothing against either mm. club. I think it was just that. Yeah. Yeah. The one, I mean, it's not a weird, it's not a bizarre reason as such, but I'm quite a big fan. It's relevant at the moment with the Champions League, with a few English teams doing well. Um, as much as I dislike certain other English teams, I usually do support them, um, even if that might be at the potential detriment to other clubs that I maybe like more in the usual circumstances. Where do we stand yeah, on that English? I don't know if I, if I do necessarily. I like just it. Do that. I like it. What always support the English teams progressing? I mean, like if like so Ajax the United, the United thing. In the next ra- well, probably I probably support Ajax against any English team in the next yeah. I mean, I I have kind of United were playing PSG, weren't they? And I I find it I find it very difficult to you know outwardly just support United, but I was pleased yeah. that they knocked PSG yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, I I was. As well. I like to just say I'm pleased at the end result rather than enjoying the actual action of them winning. I'd like. I, happy with I didn't like, like celebrate or fist pump or no, anything. But no. I was like, fair play, yeah. fair play, lads. I was happy when United won the Europa League two years ago. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to get an English name on those, on that board. Mm. When uh, yeah, I want Ajax to win that. Yeah, I, I, I do understand no, that, but I just want I want English was it teams to win things. They play in the semis. Who did they play in the semis? Who? United that year. Don't know. Because John Gadetti was it Celta Vigo actually. Yeah, John Gadetti missed right. a sitter in like the 94th yeah. minute. That would have been amazing. The main, the main reason I cheered for United was it was after that attack in Manchester that they right, yeah. won it. Uh, that. So I think a few people were. Because yeah, City true. did that City, City United, United thing. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I just put <coughs> English teams on there, to be honest. I like the English team, yeah. But I did support Real Madrid in the Champions League. But that was because Liverpool knocked us out. Yeah, see, I don't get that. I don't get that. That's the see. I just support the English team. I do. Yeah. And I also like the idea that you lose to the winners. Uh, I think I'd like Arsenal to beat Ren, but I think it'd be funny if they didn't. I'd rather Ren beat. I want Arsenal to beat Ren. I'd like an Arsenal Chelsea Europa League final. Well, actually, who's Chelsea got? Someone rubbish. They're winning three nil against. I'd just like Arsenal to win the Europa League. I like Unai Emery after. I don't know why. I've always they liked them. Weren't very good. It says good Sunday. evening as well, which is quite nice. But I, good evening. I really want them to get top. <laughs> good four. evening. Have you seen that? It's fantastic. So they'll ask him the first question in his post-match interview, and it sometimes can be quite long-winded. So it'll be like, you know, he decided to play three at the back today. Uh, Aaron Ramsey played central midfield. It's quite a long question. He'll pause and say, "Good evening," and then he'll <laughs> answer the question. It's great. <laughs> 
He's a likeable guy. Yeah, he's got a weird nose as well, and I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, he? yeah, he's he's weird all the way down. Yeah. When he comes up. He's probably done a better job than most people think he has, because Arsenal are 10 points better off this season than they were this time last season. Yeah, his hair's kind of a bit too much kind of like greasy effect yeah, on his hair. Yeah, he really forces it yeah. back, doesn't yeah. he? I don't like that. How old is he? Because I feel like he could be a lot older than he looks. How old do you think he looks? I think he looks 47. I think that's, that's how old I'd say. I was going to say it. 51. I'm going to go 51 as well. 47. You've checked that. That was a, f- <laughs> that was a fist bump if you ever saw one from Lewis. No, team. well done, Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Excellent guess. He's got 47 written all over it. Pochettino is also 47. I have to say that Pochettino yeah. looks a lot better for yeah. 47. Yeah. Pep Guardiola is. 48. I'm quite disappointed that you didn't know that off the top of your head. That's quite sad. Pep's 48. Oh, I'd have put him as younger. He's a yeah. good looker. Mm. Um, there was another. Uh, oh, Jack Grealish, I wanted to ask him. He asked Barney about his hair. You're a bit, you've established yourself a, an authority on kind of the way players look. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Because I don't, like I don't know what he's doing. And also, I'd, he's line, doing something it? weird here as well. Yeah, it's horrible. And when I say here, I'm talking I mean, about the in side general, of his face. I don't like Jack Grealish, I think. Have you heard him I speak? Think he was all did you hear him speak after the game? Yeah, he said it was the best day of his life, didn't he? He did, didn't he? Which did, I do did. quite like that he said that, actually. Yeah. And they must love, Aston Villa fans must absolutely love him. Yeah. I didn't realise like how fully brummy he was. Yeah. You've seen the video of when after it happens. Where I think he goes, oh my oh, god, he's smiling. and it's like he's sat on the ground. He goes, oh my god, but he's the way oh, he mouths yeah. it. Like you oh, can my. tell, it's oh, like, my oh my god, yeah, like in a oh, right, my everyone god. you can do that in the voice yeah. in your head when you oh, see. Oh my it. god, but um, he doesn't wear shin pads, does he? He must do. He does. He does. He's really small. Well, no, he always did because you've got to. Like, yeah, have you not seen the goal films? You've got to wear yeah. shin pads on the bit. They definitely didn't when we played them in the Premier League. Because really? there's a great. Well, Someone super, takes him out. Don't I think they, they, they did it on match of the day too, and because uh, we're on a Sunday, mm. and um, he got like taken out like about ten times. Everyone was just kicking him, and I think it was because he was this like he, he was only just coming on the scene, yeah. and he was this audacious kid doing all this stuff, not wearing any shin pads. So everyone was just kicking him, mm. um, and I think they showed the highlights. There was about like a ridiculous number of fouls, and uh, he might wear them now. He might have been told to wear them, mm. but he definitely didn't in that game. Yeah, there was a Reading player that I'm sure didn't used to wear shin pads. And I've never James been. Harper. Yeah, he played for us. It was yeah. him. Yeah. I we, never but really I think liked he did. It just they were so small. Yeah. Yeah. I never really liked Jack Grealish, and I think there's quite a lot of people that didn't like him, but were actually kind of like the way he handled Sunday was kind of saying yeah. fair play. I still don't. I mean, that's, like him as that's a player, but I still I still dislike him. Yeah. But but I I, but, him but yeah, he did yeah. he did do well. He did, and it was. A good goal that he scored as well, wasn't it? I think he needs to get himself playing in the Premier League ASAP. Yes, all that. Yeah. The, I mean, the Championship is a good standard, a and yeah, people and like Madison have shown that you can go to yeah, like a Leicester and do well. Level, he? No, he's probably not. But I think he could go and Everton do do stuff for like Leicester. Stamps. You know, same, same Leicester's the obvious. Jared Bowen, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know. Maybe he's not better than Jared Bowen. I'm starting to come around to the idea that Jared Bowen is actually quite good. Very good. Yeah. I don't think he's better than Grealish. No, I don't either. But I mean, his record, his records, much better. The stats yeah. say otherwise. Yeah. But yeah. And Grealish has looked good in the Premier League before when he was with Villa. But Grealish looked yeah, quite exciting. Chance in the Premier League. No, Grealish. that's true. That is true. But um, yeah, I think Grealish should go somewhere. Yeah. Soon. He's not even that young, is he? He's like twenty-two. Twenty-three, I think he is. Will Hughes left it a while as well. I wonder if Grealish yeah. is more deserving of an England call-up than Phil Foden. I'd say he is. 
He's been I injured would. quite a lot. Well, yeah, but like, he has been out for a while, but more like playing every week in the championship. Mm. Whether that's I'd say he's kind of like a talismanic figure of his yeah. team as well. Mm. I think that makes him more worthy. Mason Mount's been better this season than he's yeah, really sort of but, drifted off the radar. But yeah, I reckon. Um, I reckon Southgate would get Harry Wilson involved. <laughs> <laughs> and um, well, Aaron Ramsey he's already signed I don't know why he never got Ramsey as well yeah that would be good if we could have had Ramsey um, that's that's pretty much us, us done I think that's, that's been a while it's been one hour and ten minutes um, but no it's been been nice been nice to see you again Lewis probably won't see you again until the next podcast now the way things are going I know you never know what could happen in the next week I've got a relatively good idea of what's going to happen Brexit uh, no no. no Brexit. Liverpool winning at Fulham. Yeah. Yeah. Penalty shootout in Liverpool be by Munich. Snow in Sheffield. Is that forecast? I'm I'm asking you. No, no, definitely not. Not a chance in hell. Barney, snow in Sheffield? I really hope not. Snow in Hull. I hope not. Snow anywhere else in the country? Uh I would have thought there'd be a bit of snow in uh Cumbria. Yeah. Good answers. There is forecast to be some at some point somewhere. Um, where are you? When are you going back to Hull, Barney? Um, I'll be going back on the half past three train. Interesting. Oh, classic, classic train. Yeah, mm-hmm. busy on that one, is it? No, not at half past three. No, because yeah, ample time to get. Because you don't even get the sort of school rush at half past three. You want to stop it? Uh, well, I'll try and make one, the twenty-five. Twenty-five. Past. That's a better one to get. Yeah. Stops at less places. When are you next going back to Hull, Catherine? Saturday morning for the home game against QPR. Cause I'm, I'm going to go to that. Friday night. Nice. So it's a That's some subway train. table clutch, yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. do, do some free subs for um, your mates? Maybe. Depends Depends who's working. Actually, depends what other podcast offers yeah. are going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about who I'm on with that day. And the I'm sub pod. not liking who I'm on with. So uh, I'm make sure they hear that. Yeah. What about Costa? Are you going to have any... I'd definitely be going to Costa later today, yeah. I had a loan Costa last Friday for the first time ever. What did you have? Um, so very sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's sad. I don't know why people think it's no, sad. No, it's my first yeah. The way he coffee. said it was sad. The actual thing. <laughs> the actual thing I don't think was sad. Just You, you sounded very sad when you delivered yeah. that news. No, it was, it was a brilliant, liberating 60 it minutes. It is a liberating life. experience. Yeah. Which Costa did you go to? Ecky Road, because um, I live near yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, did you, what coffee did you go for? Um, well, I had a thing last week of uh, drinking lattes, didn't I, Barney? You did, I'm actually, a, I'm yeah. a latte. So I had a latte. Yeah. Well, Cappuccino. you a bit of trouble ordering a latte last week. Oh, yeah, we don't need to go into that, though, do we? Not live yeah. on air. I suppose we don't. Uh, I'm a cappuccino man, although I'm partial to an espresso at times if I want to, you know, show off. Um, anyway, that's us, our showing off done for the week. <laughs> I didn't know we were still alive. We are indeed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you do... Please do give us some kind of rating on Apple or Does Spotify. Do they do, yeah. We've got some nice reviews on there, and some more would be absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does help us to keep improving week on week, get some potentially better guests on at some point, <laughs> <laughs> maybe upgrade the presenter because um, he's becoming rather tired um, and predictable in many ways. But, yeah, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> and if you've got to the very end of this, goodbye. <laughs>